2: Welcome to Bravo
1: Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Sophia, who, when she isn't moonlighting as a Bravo head, can be found writing about all things literary urbanism and research on the gram as the Metropolitanist. Welcome. Hello. You are the smartest person I think that has ever come on this show. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. So, you may call me Dr. Bravohead. Wow, Dr. Bravohead. Wow, you have to start your own show where it's like a therapy of <laughs> Yeah, now that people I figured out bra- which mic is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you came in with handwritten notes about today's episode. This is true dedication.
0: <laughs> I don't even do that. <laughs> I mean, I handwrite everything. So also I just like
1: couldn't be bothered to have two. Pieces of technology working at the Mm. same time. (laughs) Understandable. Yeah, sometimes I'll, like, jot notes down of the episodes in my Mm -hmm. notebook, but then I'll never really look back, and then I'll just, like, be going through my notebook, and I have, like, random chicken scratch about, like, an episode of Atlanta Housewives from seven years ago, and I'm like, what is this? what? (laughs) Can you do what? (laughs) Notes make no sense like a few years out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I save all of my notebooks. I'm like a compulsive like journaler Mm -hmm. and I have like this big bin in my apartment probably with like over 40 notebooks and sometimes like like, I don't know. I'm having a moment and I'll just, like, open to one and, like, read a, like, little passage and I'm just terrified. I'm like, who was that person? I can't. Like, I can't open old diaries from when I was a
0: child or anything like that. I just look at them and go, oh, no. <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> I don't like my handwriting.
1: I don't, oh. <laughs> I don't want to know what I think. No, God, definitely not what I... And, like, I know I have, like... I went through, like, a weird breakup in college, and I, like, remember the exact notebook I was writing in during that that (laughs) phase. And so, like, if I'm ever, like, going back through old notebooks, like, trying to get just inspiration or something, Mm -hmm. and I, like, see that one, and I'm, like, oh. You just close it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, like, (laughs) put that one on the bottom of the pile. Even, like, I'm scared when I move in with a guy eventually one day Mm -hmm. that, like – He'll go through yeah. he'll go through that and then be like <laughs> instant breakup. He's like, You're unstable. Like or he'll be like,
0: Oh, now I really know her.
1: Yeah. I like a It crazy just disappears.
0: Girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do not yeah. leave the door open at like two PM in the right. afternoon <laughs> if it's raining.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Well speaking of things that have disappeared. <laughs> what a transition I so Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, Teddy Mellencamp, is in a weird situation. So she was out of town this past weekend and placed her dog, Khaleesi, in the care of some kind of like doggy daycare long-term stay place, and they came back from vacation and the dog is dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this the new puppy gate that we've all been waiting
0: for? Maybe we do need film. I feel like my face is more expressive than my <laughs> voice. Yeah. So...
1: D- I guess I have a question. Like, did Teddy orchestrate Puppy Gate? <laughs> I mean, at this rate, it sounds like Teddy and one of the Sessas really stole... <laughs> They're still friends. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it turns out Lisa Vanderpump had no idea about Puppy <laughs> Or Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy actually is Khaleesi the dog, and it transformed into that. this new dog. I thought about that. I did wonder. <laughs> like, what is going on here? So they didn't specify what kind of accident happened mm-hmm. to this dog, but it's just So I dead. assume
0: they're actually going to cover this on
1: the show because they were
0: so vague. And it was like announcing that Khaleesi oh has God. disappeared and Teddy Mellencamp has three children. Yeah. <laughs> I was like okay. <laughs> like pregnant Teddy Mellencamp's dog mysteriously dead. Yeah. So much information about just the shape of her nuclear family <laughs> yeah, right. to go along with. The dog has disappeared. We have no information, but we do need half a page for this article.
1: Yeah. And then also like in the photo that she posted, there was also, I think the dog was in the Christmas card and everyone was confused. Even better. About this Christmas card, right? <laughs> Everyone was confused about this Christmas card because I guess Edwin has another kid from his previous marriage Mm -hmm. we've never seen on the show. So everyone was like, I know you're pregnant at all. I didn't know he'd been married before. Same. Like, I had no idea. And so all of a sudden there's, like, this rogue girl. I mean, who knows? But I just find it odd that this is kind of happening, I feel like there's always a lot of like mysterious dog issues on Beverly Hills, like Kim Richards. Oh, that was that right. dog, Bron- not Bronx. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Bronwyn. <laughs> Kim Richards' dog Bronwyn.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, how many things are named Bronwyn? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that dog? Brinkley. Brin- I think you're right. I think it Brinkley? was Brinkley, but I'm not sure. Yeah, Brinkley definitely. It's had Brinkley to be- now. Yeah. <laughs> Brinkley. Queen Bee. <laughs> yeah. Brinkley definitely also had a quote unquote accident. Oh, really? I well, missed that. I think that. they had to put her down. I feel yeah, like she I was, mean, like, biting miss I heard members. about the biting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I biting, that. wasn't law the I miss Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I guess Lisa Vanderpump's leaves the show, yeah. and now they need yeah figure out some new dog plot line. I mean, it can't be another dog plot line. Like
0: this dog is dogs. I guess are the Scott Cluth of Beverly <laughs> Hills. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: they just keep coming back, yeah. and they won't go away. At this one, as Scott, I think now is a forever <laughs> staple on Roni. Yeah, like Will Tinsley move to
0: Chicago and start a new series, or will Scott just be? the new housewife
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i want to spin off with the two of them just kidding (laughs) that would be so that would be terrible damn boring i can't no no but also like i was talking on my last episode and we were saying that like tinsley didn't come on the show to like become rich and famous Mm -hmm. we think she just like was going on it as like a way to find a man and like really to, to try to like get her, you know, shady past with that ex-boyfriend and, like, her mm-hmm. lawsuit. We kind of think, like, she came on the show to kind of, like, clean up her act a little bit. I could see that. I also just feel like she's been chasing
0: kind of the spotlight for a while. So mm-hmm. even though she's already famous, it's kind of like, yeah, but where's the camera, though? Like, I need a camera yeah. that follows me around.
1: <laughs> and it's pretty captivating stuff. Even though the Scott drama became pretty annoying. hmm and also he's like a normal guy mm-hmm. but he knew what he was signing up for when he decided to meet her on camera i find that so perplexing because he he did meet her on camera
0: and now he's like he's never on supposedly he doesn't want to be on the show it's like how are you going to start dating someone who's a reality television show star and then be like just kidding yeah <laughs> like you should quit that's yeah. kind of controlling actually
1: <laughs> yeah and it's also like her career and her really Only way to make any money. Yeah. Granted, she doesn't really need money, I don't think. Granted, she's living in that beautiful hotel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, so. I saw some like clickbait once that said
0: something like the new thing for like wealthy men to do is to kind of like entrap women who are like career women and then like force them out of their careers. Maybe this is like a power move on Scott's part. He's like, I'm going to corner you.
1: I mean, it sounds about right, and it's always like those types of insecure men that do that because they can't deal with the fact that their wife might be more successful than them at some point and definitely yeah. with women on Bravo I think we see it happen a lot where you know you start the show and you have this great relationship with your husband I mean well. <laughs> great, great in quotations and then you see like the woman starting to get famous and mm-hmm. I think Megan I, I always get her name wrong Megan King Edmund <laughs> it's a tongue twister and Jim were like a perfect example of that where like he was always the successful one he was a baseball player people knew him on the street and then cut to a couple years into their relationship and they're on the show and then she's the one that people care about And then he immediately is, like, get off the show, like, gaslighting her on screen and then has all of these, like, you know, affairs and the nanny, whatever, whatever, like, the sexting, all of that issue. And I think it's because he felt, like, that insecurity where he's, like, oh, now people don't care about me as much. They see my wife when we go out and they recognize her. So I think it's just a small dick problem. (laughs) (laughs) He's been. The big shock for Yeah, shocking revelation.
0: For Jimmy Evans, yeah. <laughs> my a- God, my wife can be more famous than me. Imagine that—a <laughs> woman.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, women
0: are the consumers of the United States, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not like ex baseball players that like nobody knows. Like, God, uh, he grinds my gears. <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs>
0: <Just> <laughs> but disgusting. Just
1: truly a trash man, and. I felt bad after, like, the whole sexing thing. She's like, I'm going to stay with him. We're going to work it out. And I'm like, that moment. My
0: mother unfollowed unfollowed her on
1: Instagram. (laughs) She was so mad. (laughs) I mean, I get, like, staying together for your kids and trying to, but he was cheating on you with the woman before. Yeah, like, as you were giving birth. That's always,
0: like, you know they're going to do it again if they did it then. That's just so disgusting.
1: (laughs) He's, like, sending dick pics while his wife is, like, pushing and, like... (laughs) I
0: would be so livid but I do understand how like at that moment you're so vulnerable how are you gonna leave your husband I know she's <laughs> like, like I have this baby who else is gonna change the diaper in the middle of
1: the night yeah <laughs> definitely
0: Granted, not she probably, Jim
1: <laughs> yeah she'd probably get nanny money but still <laughs> well even like he wrote like a comment on Instagram that someone mm-hmm. was like you better settle, like make her settle well or like hopefully she's well off financially after this and he was like she won't be Like, just blatantly, like, I'm not, she's not taking all my money. Oh, my God. He's such a trash box.
0: (laughs) He really is. And, yeah, she probably is taking quite a bit of it, honestly. (laughs) Like, you've had three kids with her.
1: (laughs) And, like, these are babies. Like, she has full 18 years of child support. Yeah. Three little kids.
0: And I feel like if you had kids, you automatically deserve alimony just because, like, your body did that. Yeah. And now it's done it. So I, <laughs> you deserve some compensation for what that's done to your body.
1: <laughs> I feel like he'll probably find a way to weasel himself out of, like, paying Yeah, I <laughs> mean, he, he
0: could just be impossible enough. I feel like a lot of women give up their alimony just because their exes are such monsters. And I could see him being that way, where she's just like, you know what, just never mind. Like. <laughs> My family will help me. I can't. I'll (laughs) I'll move in with my parents. I'm afraid you're going to murder me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, moving to totally different news. I love a Bravo crossover feud. This is a three-show crossover feud. So Jennifer Aiden from the Real Housewives of New Jersey went on to watch What Happens Live and... I guess there was this beef because the Bravo Watch What Happens Live Instagram account posted some stupid meme of Jennifer where she's saying, like, but I'm a comedian, which is like, you're not, <laughs> you're not, but okay. So, under this meme where she's being called a comedian, Bethany writes, like, said no one, said no comedian ever, implying that, like, if you're a real comedian, you'd never call yourself a comedian. So, oh, this is kind of like,
0: this <laughs> reminds me of, um, what was it when uh, Kelly Kelly Dodd was like, "I'm college educated." I'm college oh, educated. Yeah. And then Shannon was like, "I would never say that." Which is yeah. like, you talk about USC
1: all the time. All you and David ever had together, <laughs>
0: exactly. But very like similar kind of. You're not allowed to say that. Not true, but also like, also Jennifer Reed is yeah. not a comedian.
1: So <laughs> she's truly not funny. I mean, I do I do really enjoy her on the show. I think she brings. A lot of crazy.
0: I haven't watched this season, so I have no idea what she's like.
1: I've been going through it with Bravo. Like the past few weeks, I've just been kind of uninterested in all the shows. Mm -hmm. Jersey's kind of boring me. You know, OC is whatever. Dallas is kind of whatever. I'm actually kind of living for Dallas. (laughs) Dallas, like, will bring it. Mm hmm. But I don't know. But it's
0: problematic. I mean, what they're doing yeah. is disturbing. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, okay, sure.
1: I'm going to I enjoy the ride.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also feel like I am Mexican-American, so I feel like when people make those slurs, I'm just kind of like, well, I can still watch it. Maybe yeah. everybody else is going to have to take one for the team. But
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. I'm going to sit here and watch this.
1: <laughs> the insane just xenophobia coming out of Dallas right now yeah. is alarming. And, you know, it's not surprising, I guess, because, like, That's very much so the mindset of people from Texas. Yeah, obviously not everybody from Texas. People, I'm still just trying to like throat. I'm just trying to like figure out
0: (laughs) like the nomenclature of like deep south xenophobia. And I'm pretty sure because I'm from Savannah that it's like it is just Mexican. Yeah, (laughs) which is so confusing because that's not a race. It's not an ethnicity. It's a nationality.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I was like on another podcast this morning and I was talking and I was like, she's not being racist. But just the way she even changes the cadence in her voice when she Mm -hmm. talks about it, she'll be like, oh, Big Carrie, the the Mexican strong woman. It's like, what is this voice you're doing? It, like, reminds me of, like, a guy who's like, like, did you ever see, um... Gran Torino with no. Lynn Eastwood, where he's just like a racist old man, like sitting I did on his not. porch with a gun. I'm like, that's like the vibe I get when Leanne starts talking about that. Oh my and god. And I'm like, what
0: Yeah, her whole affect changed in yeah. just like a crazy way. But you could tell she had like she had like blacked out. She was like so angry. There was just like whoever Whoever Leanne like is consciously like disappeared and subconsciously and definitely like came raging to
1: the forefront. <laughs> yeah. This like uh, you know, and she fights for like LGBTQ community, and so you know I feel like she has a lot of goodness in her heart in that way. Yeah. But this is really showing like a darker side of her that I think viewers want her at least to address what she said and on Twitter. She's like doubling and she's, down. Yeah,
0: she's refusing to say anything, and I think that's the biggest problem right now. Is like I remember looking at it and going like I'm. And I don't really mind Leanne, so I'm not, like, completely off board. But at the same time, like, if you were smart about it, you would be on Twitter immediately. You would have had a statement planned, like, six months ago when this happened.
1: Or, I don't know, there just needs to be some, like, ownership of what you said. Like, even if you can't, even in your greatest imagination, understand why you're wrong— Acknowledge the people and the lots of people on Twitter, Instagram, and everywhere saying that this isn't cool. And I remember when Stassi on her podcast Mm -hmm. um, was, like, talking about, like, she had all the issues with the Me Too movement, but then also was, like, posting shit about, like, Nazi stuff. And, like, she at least, like, addressed it on her show and was like— you know, I'm sorry. I was ignorant. Had someone come on who was able to like explain things to her a little bit and why it was problematic. Yeah. The things that she said. So as like a listener and a viewer of hers, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like cancel culture is ridiculous and so I'm not going to be like, you're canceled, Stacy, because you made a stupid joke. Yeah. But her being able to say like I fucked up. Well, I think showing that, like, learning moment is actually a really good thing. So
0: in that sense, it's like, okay, this is great. Like, now you've learned. Hopefully, like, a part of America has maybe learned, and we can all move forward. I feel like with Leanne, if she had just said, you know, I was really angry in that moment. Like, Carrie also, like, just talks a lot about being Mexican. I meant it as a nationality. I didn't mean it, like, as an ethnic slur. And also, I am so sorry for lumping everyone else in with Carrie. (laughs) That would have made, like, a huge difference. But yeah, the refusal to address it is like, uh, hun, this is not going away.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And also, like, this is also going to be talked about on the reunion now, like, a big yeah. conversation. And I feel like she needs to, like, go get some coaching on, like, how to talk about, like, race
0: and ethnicity before yeah. she even goes on the reunion. Otherwise, like, this is going to be, she's really just, like, I don't know if she's going to be able to make a comeback at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she needs to I go sit know. with someone
0: and really, like, she hash needs it press out.
1: training a little bit. <laughs> Well, we got a little sidetracked yeah. from As It as <laughs> Does Happen. Sorry. <laughs> so Jennifer was on the show. Bethany made this comment about Jennifer not being a comedian. And then Andy brings it up to her because he is the stunt queen that we all know and love. And she said that, didn't she leave Housewives? Isn't she onto bigger and better things? <laughs> if she wants to make a Tales from the Crypt comeback, I'm sure she could get some castmates, call me in 10 years and tell me if you think I'm funny or not. And then she's saying, like, she's a producer, right? Can't she just start a new cast and hire Margaret Josephs on her <laughs> show? Oh my God. I mean, also,
0: by the way, like making the Tales from the Crypt reference kind of dates you. Yeah, like, right. I don't even remember that show.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, am I? Like, I'm definitely not getting like, the joke. Googling Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Like, is it a show? <laughs> Let's see. I think it is
0: a show. I think, I feel like this was covered on like one of those like, yeah, TV series. Bat 70s yeah. kind
1: of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I love the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was from 1989 to 1996. Oh, I was born in 1989. There you go. Surprise, guys.
0: I'm 30 years old. (laughs) Just broadcasting my age.
1: (laughs) So Margaret Josephs then claps back to this on Twitter saying... What's truly funny is in 10 years, no one will know who Jennifer ever was. Bethany will still be spending her time making power moves and giving back to all those in need. I landed the plane. Too bad you couldn't land a joke. Hashtag ear cringeworthy. <laughs> I love a hashtag. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, honestly, I, so I listened to the Watch What Happens live clip because I was just kind of curious, and I don't know how much of this unfolded online because I couldn't find it. I was, like, scrolling through Beth, everything <laughs> Bethany trying to find it and instead just discovering that, like, she's testing a lot of hair products. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) And that, like, her jeans are on sale on Black Friday. That's all I got. And neither compelling me to buy anything, to be (laughs) honest. But in either case, I didn't really see it. Like, I just didn't really care about what she said, honestly. It was kind of like, it's kind of funny. It's not that big of a deal. So in a way, I almost feel like Margaret and Patty are actually kind of, like, trying to upvote, like, the Real Housewives of New Jersey and maybe drive some, like, Real Housewives of New York traffic <laughs> over
1: there. I mean, it's interesting because you definitely see when the shows are airing, mm-hmm. that's when people are really going out in the press and trying to get their stories. And obviously they're doing yeah. press and, like, going on these morning shows and doing, you yeah, know, yeah. interviews to create buzz for the show. Yeah, But New Jersey this season has just been... Kind of like a lame duck for me, and I love New Jersey, and I always consider it like. I haven't been watching, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, and you watch all the shows, and so it just.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I watch a lot of them. I mean, I've I've watched Southern Charm Savannah. I think that says I pretty much watch everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a so, deep cut. That's a yeah. deep cut. I mean, was, I mean, I'm from Savannah. But okay, it was pretty bad. True. It was pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't they only got one season, right? Two, they got two. Oh
0: wow. I watched both. Because I had to. But anyway, and I'm not watching New Jersey, so that's but I just didn't I didn't find what she said that compelling. I like I feel like if Margaret hadn't tweeted and Patty hadn't like also doubled down that we wouldn't even be talking about this. It would have just disappeared.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly. So Patty Sanger from Millionaire Matchmaker tweeted, Hey Jennifer Aiden, slamming an original, let alone a Bravo TV Icon, dumbass move, stop making hashtag Jersey look bad. And FYI, I love Margaret Joseph's way funny and smarter than you. And Jennifer Aiden hit her with a Patty Sanger who <laughs> tweet, which is and like. I, I don't disagree with either of them. <laughs> I'm going to retweet Jennifer Aiden's uh, tweet right there because Truly. not wrong. Yeah. Patty Sanger who? Like, what are you doing, Patty? <laughs> Why does this matter? And also just because Bethany's an OG. Setting us back people- like
0: 50 years, honestly, that's what she's still up to. <laughs>
1: well, I saw on her Twitter today, she was posting. Being like, please, if you have any single friends, set them up during this holiday season. This is the loneliest time to be single. Like, oh my god. god. Being single is actually pretty fun. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you're like not money-grubbing, like, every person yeah. on her show. Like, the concept of what you do is so backwards where you're like, yeah. we find, like, homely women, we give them a full makeover and change everything <laughs> about themselves to find a rich man because that's all they want. That is all they care about. Yeah. Like uh, Well, and then just, like, sanitizing
0: everything they think in the process. Like, well, you should just suppress basically all of your personality in order <laughs> to, like, make yourself palatable <laughs> to well, people. I'll never
1: forget her just being, like, curls are out. Do not have curls in your hair. Oh my God. It's like, it's I, a I think I remember
0: things. that. But it's been so long also that I'm kind of like, what did they do on that show? <laughs> I'm glad Bravo phased her out yeah. gracefully. It's good. Yeah. Well, they could have ungracefully phased her out as well. That would have been fine. Like, I don't I mind if, that. like, they just let Patty, like, Stanger just set herself on fire. <laughs> like, maybe she could go the way of Leanne Lockin. Like, yeah, if right. she could just get in on that and we could just X
1: her out of, like, Bravo history permanently. <laughs> well, she's another one who I think, like, watches every single Bravo show and is yep. up on every single thing. Cause you see sometimes during Watch What Happens Live, they'll be like, Brandy's tweeting in, like so-and-so's tweeting in. It's always people who aren't on Bravo anymore who watch it religiously, and it's like, yeah. This is like all they've got. so they're like, if I live tweet this episode <laughs> of Atlanta, like And it's never the people that you want to come back
0: either. Ooh. It's always people you're like, oh no, it's okay. We're although honestly Beverly Hills could use Brandy Glanville at this point. Like They just really need some drama. I mean, her
1: getting the two glasses of wine in one large cup, (laughs) that meal with Denise, I I was like, this is amazing. This is the stuff we need. That was a good audition. That was...
0: (laughs) I mean, I would bring... I wanted her off, but I would bring her back in a heartbeat, like, and before Lisa Vanderpump.
1: Well, (laughs) I think because Kyle is now, quote-unquote, the queen bee of Beverly Hills, which, like... She'll never be back on, basically. Well, Uh, no, I think when... Kyle started having her following up with Lisa, mm-hmm. she started cozying up to Brandy again. They, like, follow oh, each really? other on Instagram. And of course they They did. definitely are, like, liking each other's things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, a move by Kyle to be, like, oh, I'm going to go now get Brandy, who Lisa is also against. So I'm going to get her on my side. But uh, Yeah, well, if she comes on the show, that'll be out the window in about, like, five seconds flat. Also, if Lisa was, like, hey, Brandy, I want to be your friend again, Brandy would be, like, Fuck everybody. I am her minion again. Like, I'm back to being where I belong. Yeah, truly. And and they'd both be back on, and uh poor Kyle should probably be kicked off the show. That would be amazing. see that's something I would want that would like spice things up a little bit. get Brandy and Lisa come back, tag team
0: Kyle, yeah. maybe brandy with Lisa I don't know. they got pretty dark there with that slap though it could be yeah <laughs> it's hard I think they just need some new blood honestly, but it's it seems to be hard to find people who are willing to like go up against basically they'd have to go up against the entire cast because they're like a ball right yeah.
1: now. <laughs> yeah, they're sick as thieves, those girls, and they're really willing to just like not break any rules with one another, Whereas some shows like that's what makes, like, yeah. at least the Real Housewives of New York really open. Like, you know, I mean, I just, for example, like thinking when Bethany was like at that, I think it was a bra party, Dorinda's bra party. Oh my God. Where she's like, John, we all know what John does, snorting rails, like do- doing rails, like that is like definitely something that like, and amongst the seren- women are that, like
0: pointed all of her rage uh, at Ramona. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Classic, <laughs> but it's like those are the things that like you all know as a group of friends, regardless if you're filming or not. Like that's something you kind of keep to yourself. Like you have yeah. like unsaid, unspoken things that you keep off the show. Yeah, we're in New York; they're throwing it into the mix. And even though now that doing now this, that Bethany's off the show, you know
0: they're gonna be like sitting on a. Well, maybe Ramona will bring it up, <laughs> but you know, Luann wants to basically hide everything. So she's like, all the women like their light shines now. Yeah. It's just like. Uh, By which I assume you mean nobody's saying anything nasty about you at the moment, and everybody's dirt is staying in the closet, and we cannot have Roni turn into, like, Beverly Hills (sighs) 2.0. That
1: would not be okay. (laughs) I don't think it ever could, because the women of New York... They're so mouthy. Yeah. They're so mouthy. They're always boozing. Yeah. They're always... I mean, New Yorkers can't keep
0: a lid on it. (laughs) Los Angeles is... I mean, basically, Los Angeles just can't have, like, a housewife show because they're a little too media savvy. Mhm. So, I I assume their contracts have basically like guaranteed that no dirt will ever come to light, which is damn <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, just give New York a second.
1: Like, yeah, franchise. give them just two cats Yeah, Real Housewives of New York playing. Just get like a
0: Real Housewives of Brooklyn or something in there. In <laughs> Alex the McCord, get back on the show. Oh my God. No, you know what? I want like a full African-American cast for Real I mean, Housewives of Brooklyn. That'd be amazing. That would be. It would never happen, but... Oh. But it'd be so good. Or you can do like what Real Housewives of Morningside Heights. Yeah, and be
1: a Dominican cast. (laughs) I mean, there's just like so many different like women of New York, and to really you could even do a downtown show. White, rich women. It's appropriate
0: for like the WASPy Upper East Side, which is pretty much what they're covering. But then like give us a second show. Yeah, we need a second Real Housewives of New York. Real Housewives of Brooklyn has a ring to it, or Real Housewives of Queens, the most diverse area in. all.
1: All of the country right now, maybe all of the world. So I mean, that would be amazing because Queens women would be. can throw down. <laughs> as I'm the child of two people from Queens, <laughs> that would be. Oh, I'd love to see those throwdowns. Jennifer also had to address the fact. That her and her husband have sex once a month. So on this most recent episode, there was a whole conversation between like all the men playing poker, and Joe Gorga was like, "Hey Bill, how how often do you and uh, Jennifer have sex?" And he's like, "Oh, once a month. I like to make her wait." That's what he said. He's like, "I like to make her like really want it," which I'm like, "Woof." And so she's on Watch What Happens Live, and she has to address like this sex question because obviously Andy is prying into her personal life. I mean, honestly, and- it's a, it's a pretty salacious thing to say <laughs> we only have sex once a month.
0: I mean, I'm almost here for it. I'm like, all right, this is like such a doubling down in the opposite direction.
1: I'll take it. Let's hear what this consists of. So then she was saying, she's like, sorry, I'm not like the Gorgas. I don't have to talk about like how much sex we have, X, Y, and Z. And then she basically was like, you know, I, love, by the way, how it, she's like up talking their discretion, uh, like yeah. right before, <laughs> right before being like, well, sometimes I give him 15 minutes, but don't worry. Like I let my man, she basically said she blows him every night. So he falls asleep. And I'm, and then I believe But I also
0: love how this is, like, not sex in the original, oh. like, conversation, <laughs> yeah. um, which is, like, a, I feel like that's a very New Jersey thing, where it's, yeah. like, no, but oral sex isn't sex, No. Yeah. It's, like, mm, I think if you can get, like, HPV, it is yeah. sex. So, <laughs> since you can get cancer of the mouth, yeah. maybe.
1: Oh, my God. And she was, like, you know, some women don't even do that. So, it's like, making herself feel better. I'm, like, oh, my God, Jennifer, please do not talk about your sex life with Bill. There's no. Nothing Some women don't even do that. <laughs> I want to hear less about. I also love how the code
0: was most women only do it on their birthday. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, so now we all know what that means. Because at first I was like, is she saying that she gives him like a hand job every night? Is that <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I got. And then finally I got down to the bottom of it. I was like, no, if it's a birthday gift, yeah. it's a yeah,
1: She's
0: like, <laughs> I've got it. Oh it's, my like, God. it's like a whole other language. It's the New Jersey
1: language. (laughs) Uh, The language of love in New Jersey is something I cannot wrap my arms around. Nor do I want to. (laughs) Oh my god. Meanwhile, I like how it's going down on like
0: um what was it? Below Deck, where Tanner I think went down on Simone. And she like, she couldn't even be bothered to reciprocate. I know he
1: was like, I, think I was she all touched for it for eight seconds. <laughs> so Love I was that. like, thank you, Simone. Good job. Finally, the <laughs> feminist icon we've been looking for. <laughs> exactly. I felt bad for her when she was getting hit on by all those guys, and I'm glad Kate <sighs> was like, get out of there. Yeah, like, that was that was a good moment. But even like the fact that they have to like quarantine the woman. Rather than address the yeah. behavior of the man, granted he's like the like the host and whatever you're supposed to like walk on eggshells yep. around the person paying whatever fifty thousand dollars for two days. Yeah, but still like being like, hey, like even Captain Lee being like, don't speak to our stewards like that. I feel like that could have like he would have respected Captain Lee saying it more to him than Kate being like, hey, bro, like yeah. don't speak to like my stewardess like that.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would have been a good moment. I mean,
2: I hear they don't even pay for the yacht.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com
2: slash acast and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase.
0: Honestly, on that show that it's like paid for by the show, so like I, they could cover it if they wanted to. Like if you're honestly. that
1: rich, how sad that you're like, oh, I'm gonna go on below deck, so like my entire like drunken antics are seen on screen. Like yeah, no thank you. Yeah. And impose them on this like South African woman just to like make it even worse. It's just kind of like <laughs> great. Oh my God. So bad. So bad. He's like, South Africa. I'm from North America. It's like, oh my God. I just want all of this to be over. Ooh, yeah. So (laughs) woof. Well, speaking speaking of totally different news, season seven of Southern Charm supposedly begins filming in January. Shep went on that podcast a couple months ago saying they weren't filming in the fall, which is when they usually are shooting. So I think they're probably trying to figure out what's going on with the cast and what storylines they're going to go with since Thomas Ravenel. Cannot be spoken about. <laughs> so they also talked about salaries, which I love. I am obsessed with that. I love knowing how much these people make because you see the first few seasons, like everyone's kind of poor. And then they season two, it's like, oop, I'm leasing a BMW. Like yeah. you could see like slow, <laughs> gradual progression. Well,
0: I love last season on the re, yeah, the reunion when Austin was like, he kept like trying to imply he had a job, but you could tell he couldn't break the fourth wall. So it's yeah, just like, no,
1: but I, but I, but like pointing at the, like, he's like, <laughs> Here, Here. Here, this is my profession. I make money. (laughs) So Catherine, Cameron, Shep, and Craig are all making $480,000 a year. And may I say,
0: Catherine Dennis deserves every dollar. I feel like she should actually be getting everyone else's salary. Like, just I would take agree that 480000 and, like, reroute it.
1: Certainly from Cameron. Like, loved Cameron in the yes. earlier seasons, but now she's just moved on to a different part of her life. She, she is, is doing like, nothing. A stable life. Like, that's yeah. not fun to watch. We don't want stability on screen. I know.
0: And, you know, I mean, like, I. I hate to, like, come after a mom because in some ways I'm almost like, you know what, you take that stipend and raise your child. (laughs) But at the same time, like... Yeah, they
1: should just they should just pay her, but not film her. Yeah, she could be the narrator. She could still do that where she's like, yeah. "Oh, Shep has never changed, and we got Chelsea and her little house." But yeah, like that's all I really want from her. I don't need to see like her getting like mommy drunk, like mommy's drunk, right? Or like taking her kid to the aquarium.
0: Yeah, I really could have passed on that. So I feel like I feel like it's smart to leave your kids off the show. Honestly, like I think they haven't agreed to it. Like they shouldn't be on the show. Yeah. Also, <laughs>
1: when it's like going through like the full birth, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like an interesting way to start a child's life. And I know yeah. Bravo probably was like, if you're not going to have your husband on, you at least need your kid. Yeah, I, I'm surprised her husband honestly
0: signed off on letting their kid come on. I feel like if I was on one of these shows, I wouldn't sign off on my child coming on. I'd yeah. be like, no, fuck you. I'm leaving the show. My husband's a doctor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like- I mean, <laughs> you'd think... But I mean four hundred and eighty grand a year for what a couple months and she like doesn't even get down and dirty. So that's, that's true. Ideal. That's true. Waiting. And she's gorgeous. So I feel like yeah. I just
0: watch for that. I'm kind of like, look at that clear skin.
1: <laughs> well, I never understood her. She'd be like, I'll have the fried chicken, the mac and cheese, a large Coke, fourteen piece chicken nugget, and has like the tiniest body. But she's one oh of those girls who's like, I don't work out. But like you know she's like, she has in got to the gym. there's no way. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's also like <laughs> she's very southern the way that she's eating. So I guess she's like Pretty much
1: showing the Southern way of life. Yeah. <laughs> so this article also said Austin is going to be making eighty grand, which overpaid. Yeah, but I, also underpaid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, he's so replaceable. Yeah, that I think that they're like, oh, I'll give him eighty grand. Like he's probably not going to ask for more because he. Like, doesn't even know he could get more. I mean, considering Eliza Limehouse is getting 40,000, yeah. I feel like they should take Austin's
0: 80,000, split it, bring two more people on the show, and see if either of those people works out. Like, let's just start testing people like mad <laughs> yeah. to try to get another, like, Catherine,
1: not another Thomas. We don't need any more rapists on the show. <laughs> no, no, no. But- Ideally, not. <laughs> Well, I think Madison was a great shake-up last season. She brought a lot of yeah, spice. Yeah, where's her salary? We don't know her salary, but I think Austin's salary should be given to, to Madison. Madison. <laughs> That'd be great. And then double it. Yes, exactly. And she's also a mother, so she needs... Money more than Austin. Yeah. Take eighty thousand off Shep's salary yes. because
0: he's deplorable. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, give it to god. Madison for putting up with him. I Actually, mean, no, just take Shep's salary, give it to Madison, give Shep Austin's salary. We're done. And Shep would probably be like, I don't
1: even need a salary. Like <laughs> oh I don't god. even need money from a job. I yeah. have mailbox money.
0: He probably doesn't. What he means by mailbox money is like this show. <laughs> he's such a dipshit. Oh my god. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. But and it, then Eliza Limehouse. I don't, $40,000 a year, again, overpaid, but also I would reveal about as much of my life as she's revealed about hers for 40000 Like, I'm not going to come on and be the show's villain for thousand dollars a year.
1: Yeah, and it was interesting when she opened up about, like, her father's affair and all mm-hmm. of that stuff and how it really, like, you know, broke her family. I'm like, yeah. let's dig deeper into that. Yeah. Let's, let's we'll uh, dig deeper
0: into yeah. anything, not just, like well, what Jesus would want us to do. Yeah,
1: it's like, (laughs) oh my God,
0: Jesus. No, no, no. (laughs) We don't want
1: us to hear hear anything about Jesus. Or just like put her and
0: Alexis in the same show. Let's (laughs) just see them try to like outmaneuver each other on the God front.
1: (laughs) So Thomas Mm Ravenel was posting on Instagram that Bravo producers have been reaching out to his cousin Lee to see if he wanted to come on the show, which I think is like a shady move from Bravo. Like, what is oh, yeah. Thomas's cousin going to do other than bring a Ravenel name, which I guess would be a big draw? But we don't know him. And what yeah. made Thomas Ravenel interesting was because he himself was psychotic. Yeah. And obviously the saga with Catherine. I but mean, I assume
0: they're hoping. Do? I think they're hoping that his cousin will also turn out to be equally psychotic. That's my guess. But obviously, none of the other Ravenels are like dumb enough to come on this show at this point. They realize that, like, I think they realize the best road for them is silence. There's no good press they can (laughs) do for themselves at this point. No. All they can do is hope people will forget who they are.
1: And it's kind of crazy how, like, that family, like, had such a big name. And even Mm -hmm. Thomas getting arrested all those years ago for, like, his cocaine smuggling charges. Yeah. Like, that did damage to his name, but then he was able to kind of bounce back, and we even saw, like, his, you know, wonky-ass attempt of, like, becoming a, whatever, senator treasurer, or, or something. Yeah. Again, it was like, okay, well, that didn't work again. And then now he's like, I'm a rape. Best. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What you've done to your family. Like, oh uh, Yeah. Well, I feel like just terrible. like... Yeah. Him being a rapist, or well, allegedly. Um, yeah. I'm not going to get sued by fucking Thomas Ravenel.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't want to be either. Yeah. Um, I mean, allegedly him being a rapist is like... I think at that point, obviously, you can't bring him back on the show, obviously. Like, also, you can't bring a Ravenel on the show. I'm surprised that they think that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But I... And... I think he's the black sheep of the ha- the family. Basically, like most old Southern families, know that like you don't come on a show like this. First of all, which is why like I don't think um, Whitney. i was going to call him Wit. Yeah, <laughs> Wit. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney uh, isn't really Southern, right? Like his mom is from somewhere
1: yeah, completely. Different. They just like have like a lot from of money. The East Coast, and yeah. then she moved to Charleston. So her like I'm I know Southern char like I know Southern manners. X, Y, Z, like... Yeah, it's kind of like Luann
0: with, like, the manners book. And she's like, no, but I'm a countess. And it's like, no, babe, you're not French. <laughs> yeah, and
1: also, like, you married into that. Like, you're, the like, a nurse from Connecticut. Yeah,
0: like exactly. <laughs> like,
1: you're not a countess. Yeah. The end.
0: <laughs> so I feel like no Southern family, tr- like, really would come on the show. And if you, to go back to Southern Charm Savannah again, if you look at, like, Call back, a- actually old families on that show, like, um, I think... So... The Lewis, I forget his name, but he's, so JC Lewis is like a big car family in the, in Savannah. And that he was the black sheep of his family, I think, basically. And they got him off that show so fast after the first season. Like, and I think he was kind of all the show had going.
1: For them. I mean, because he would just say terrible things. Well, yeah, usually. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's hard because you want these people who are like willing to bear it all.
0: Yeah. But then you have
1: no filters. You you see them get ostracized by their family because it's
0: like, you're embarrassing us. And also, they do terrible things. Like, he made an anti Semitic comment on the show. Uh, And then obviously, Thomas Ravenel is like, just ruined his
1: reputation in so many ways. I mean, even I think the first episode of Southern Charm I rewatched a couple months ago, and Thomas was talking to his dad, and they are like, talking about, like, the Civil War and the dad makes, like, some, uh, I can't, I don't want to butcher like what the comment was, yeah. but he, like, made some comment. He was like, I don't know what Lincoln was thinking. Like, and I'm like, Ugh! like, from episode one we all should have been, like, because he the knows fuck? Lincoln, by the way. He's yeah, right. like, you know, I know Lincoln, yeah. but <laughs> in my day with Lincoln. He is that old, actually. Yeah, his he- dad is Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> like, whatever Tales from the Crypt is, is Thomas Ravenel's father.
0: Oh, my God. So true. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if they had let him go on long enough, he would have, like, somehow, like, circle back around to yeah. like say the war for southern independence yeah. or like the war of northern aggression yeah.
1: oh my god oh the south oh the south well southern charm adjacent star ashley jacobs thomas's ex-girlfriend has a new boyfriend that she's been posting about online his name is Mike pell he's got a severe case of ramona eyes big scary eyes and she wrote something (laughs) on Instagram with the caption found someone close to my own age and our birthdays are just a day apart happy birthday to this cutie thanks for making me smile like I like how she's like doing an initial dig at Thomas like found someone close to my own age like (laughs) I feel like Ashley James? what a thing to say 57 years old and like I don't know I just feel like everything she's she like, does is a lie so. she is kind of like Ramona Singer in yeah. that
0: way where she's like ageless yeah. by Ashley Jacobs
1: yeah. <laughs> she'll be back in a few years <laughs> completely and I was trying to find any information about this guy but I couldn't really but I do like have, any more normal photographs yeah no he's he's really handsome <laughs> you know what honestly she
0: probably like teed him up like she probably said something really terrible to him or just like freaked him out before that photo and his eyes just kind of like
1: bulged <laughs> out of his head she was like let's get married and he's like, yeah, <laughs> I have a mutual friend with him on on Facebook. Oh, and I only met that guy once. Uh, so nice. And he was okay. So yeah, so he was normal. Yeah, he was a normal guy. So maybe uh, this Mike guy is normal. But to he be with be. Ashley, it seems like you've got to be. Like, a little crazy. Well, I mean, you know, who knows how long he's been around. Like, when she says
0: boyfriend, it's kind of like, do you mean you met him, like, five minutes ago and, like, dragged him into it? That's why his eyes are bulging out of his head. He's like, she just told me I'm her boyfriend. (laughs) Oh my uh, God. But if he walks around with his eyes like that all the time, it may be a sign that uh, he's a little unstable. So <laughs> he's good looking, though. I mean, he's got that going for her, but yeah. she's really pretty. So it's. It's also funny that, like, age was the thing that she had to come back at Ravenel about. I feel like it's like there are so many things you could say, like, found my, myself someone who's not a drug dealer, and that would have been. Disgraced politician, deadbeat yeah. dad. Yeah alleged like, rapist yeah all the above but for some reason she chose H. well you know like thomas is she doesn't want to be sued
1: yeah <laughs> that, that too but so thomas has like a secret instagram and oh. i follow it on my personal because he, he doesn't mm-hmm. know who the fuck i am I and ashley likes all of his pictures still
0: so. Oh my god! So she's trying to stay on good terms, oh, of course. But I don't know that like age shaming him is going to work either. Like he might sue her for that. He's pretty like, like defamation litigious. Of character. Do not talk about my me. My age, older than you. you I speak? am a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah. What are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was actually statutory rape when you moved in with me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. that That is a whole damn fucking mess. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> well, staying in the South, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Nene Leakes was recently mistaken for a drag queen this past weekend in Miami. So Tiffany Fantasia, I guess, is this big drag queen. I don't know anything really about the drag world. Mm-hmm. I have too much bravo in my life to think do, like, drag race, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to get into it eventually. I yeah, I don't watch it either because...
0: I don't have television.
1: Um, I don't have cable. <laughs>
0: so, Let me see who Tiffany. Finds. I watch what my mother buys. That's my <laughs> uh, viewing schedule.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So. Oh my god. Tiffany Fantasia's Instagram bio says drag queen, MC, comedian, singer. Andy Cohen's favorite drag queen. Which oh. I love that that's like in her bio. So I guess Nini was somewhat. Fans thought that Fantasia was Nini, mm-hmm. or Nini w- that NeNe was Fantasia. Well, was she supposed to be making an appearance that night? I don't know. I think she was, like, going as a
0: patron. Mm-hmm. No, I mean was oh, uh, Fanta- maybe Tiffany oh. Fantasia. Maybe she was <laughs> making an appearance that night since so she's, like, oh, Andy's my- favorite drag queen. That so. is so funny. So maybe they were, like, they were expecting her. <laughs> oh, my- I feel like there's a lot to say about this, honestly, in many ways. Like, first of all, like, can, can these people who mistook Nene for Fantasia not tell, like, one African-American person from another? <laughs> is that the problem? Well, I think that's probably the crux of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually a race issue. <laughs> it's not a drag issue, it turns out. Well, it's both. It's intersectionality. Yeah. <laughs> um, the two have intersected. I also feel like though that a lot of housewives have like drag queens to thank for their aesthetic honestly like I think and they look great like I think more housewives should like have that makeup because on camera it looks good a lot of the women I feel like who don't have that like kind of made up you know the contouring and all of that they don't look great like I am all for Erica Girardi who I'm pretty sure her team is trying to make her look like a drag queen I think that's the whole point
1: (laughs) well it's like the that overdone stage look where like in person it might look crazy but yeah yeah, on screen it looks amazing exactly and I don't know so I feel like in that sense
0: it's like if you're being mistaken for a drag queen like you go girl (laughs) that's you are looking on point that's
1: how you should be showing up for filming (laughs) I mean, and the Atlanta girls do, like, some real, like, hair, makeup moments. Like, they put in work, whereas some other franchises, they don't even care. Where, like, this most recent episode of Atlanta where Kenya and Portia were, like, at that, like, baby dance class, Mm -hmm. Kenya's wearing, like, five-inch heels. And she's like, oh, i got to wear my heels. I'm like, we have a baby and a Bjorn, and you're dancing – In heels, I'm like I can't do any of those things. Oh my god! I haven't been
0: watching Atlanta, so I miss that too. But that's so Kenya, though. Also because I think she was a beauty queen, so like she's probably had it like just hammered into her like do not appear in public without heels on.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of Kenya, if you guys don't remember her ex boyfriend Matt, who was terrifying, so he was just recently arrested for assaulting yet another girlfriend. So his girlfriend Valerie Bell was. allegedly assaulted in a Denny's parking lot this past weekend where he punched her in the face and then he grabbed a cigarette from her mouth. Um, So he got one count of assault and two more for disorderly contact... Disorderly... Conduct, contact, all the above. All the above. He (laughs) made contact. So he also supposedly has a maximum sentence of six months in prison for these. So I think he needs to go, like, life in prison. At this rate, I feel like he's unhinged. Yeah, well, he's
0: clearly, like, a serial abuser, which I think if, like, obviously we saw it unfolding on screen with Kenya. Like, if you've done it once, regardless of if cameras are rolling, that's definitely, like, taking it to another level because it means you're, like, not afraid of the consequences of Mm -hmm. being seen. Yeah, like, of course you're going to do it again. That's just a part of... I feel like people like that, they can't stop themselves.
1: Yeah. And well, it's also like all you've ever known. I feel like yeah. some men, he probably grew up in a situation where he yeah. saw like this type of abuse. And so he just assumes that yeah. this is how you treat a woman. And Kenya, yeah. I think, was willing to put up with a lot because she was a little desperado. Like, mm-hmm. you know, really wanted to find love and was really trying to make it work. And yeah. that's... I think a prime target for a man like him who he's like, I can really abuse her because she'll take it. Yeah. It seems like a lot of the housewives actually seem to be like pretty
0: good, I guess, prey for Mm -hmm. basically. I mean, I guess it's predatory, right? Like these people look for someone who's like going to, like you said, put up with it. And so poor Kenya, she seems to keep finding like these types of people.
1: (laughs) I know. And I don't know, it's sad. Like sometimes I don't know. Kenya like hurts my heart because even watching like her whole demise of her relationship with Mark on screen, where she's like, "Mark, am I your number one, or is the baby the number Mm. one?" And he's always like, "The baby needs to sleep in the bed with them, so they have like no sexual relationship." And it's just clear that I feel like maybe you don't ask that question because like your kid's gonna watch this back later, and like no
0: answer is a good answer in that question. But also, yeah, that baby should not be in bed with you guys. Like that's actually dangerous. So. That's a public safety problem, Mark, like get the baby in yeah. a cradle step well, <laughs> before like, one of you smothers it.
1: I don't know. It just, it's like, I feel like he, he wants to pin the two girls against each other. And I think Kenya is like probably hyper competitive. Like she didn't have a mom, so she always was trying to like get love from anyone. Yeah. And well, that's very like narcissistic of him, right? Yeah. To like
0: be pitting two people against each other. Like your, like, the,
1: your wife and your daughter, you're making them...
0: Competitors, competitors? That's, that's yeah, that's really sick. Weird, yeah. Oh, all these people are. So that is terrible. Up. Poor Kenya. And she's like, she's fabulous. Unless she's Gone with the Wind. Fabulous, actually. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> I love her one-liners. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad she's back. But I do think the season's been kind of strange. Now that like it's like just baby stuff, baby stuff, and. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I need I need something. And Maybe storylines are
0: not I don't know. Maybe for mothers they're actually really fun because they've been through the experience. As someone who like has no kid for me, I'm just kind of like, How many more of these can I sit through?
1: Yeah. I made a claim on this show that there needs to be a maximum of two pregnancies per person. Like yeah. that that is it, like, Eva the Diva has been pregnant for f- 15 years, it feels like. <laughs> I'm like, you're always pregnant. 500 seasons. <laughs> yeah, 500 seasons of this show, you've been pregnant. And I'm just like, we need to talk about something else. We need more yeah. than. I think it's also, like, you know, it's not a slam
0: to anyone, I guess, who's like who has kids and enjoys it. But I do think that, like, when these shows latch onto a storyline like this, we've got the marriage storyline, the children's storyline, the pregnancy storyline, they get so formulaic with it that it's like, Please get me out of here. I can't, like, hear them say the exact same phrases again yeah. for the 500th season. It's really not working for me. Oh, my God. Yeah, no more pregnancies. No more pregnancies. Or they better be, like, it better be a weird pregnancy. Like, you need to say some really unexpected <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> well, this is a really random thing from the OC, speaking of just pregnancies and babies. Gretchen Rossi from the OC's past has been face-tuning her baby. What? In all of these photos. Let me... P- no. Oh. I should have looked that up. Speaking of my
0: 5,000 pages of notes, I did not think to look up... I, I okay, hate great. Gretchen. Gretchen
1: Rossi's Facetune baby? Yeah.
0: <laughs> should have put that in, in exactly that. Like, just Gretchen Rossi's Facetune baby question mark.
1: Yeah, where's the Facetune baby picture? Gretchen.
0: I hope you post that on the Instagram oh, and course. I'll see it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so go on to the Instagram and see the Facetune baby. Damn I can't find the exact one. I was. That's so I don't know, that's just scary, honestly. Like why you should look
0: at your child and see like something beautiful. I feel like that's the default for parents. Like my mom, I feel like never looked at me and went like, You really need to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. I want or, to get down to my
1: ideal weight, which is my baby weight. <laughs> like, but, so anyways, Gretchen, face-tuning her baby, still with Slade. Supposedly, she's been shilling CBD products, which is the new thing to shill. Tamara is also doing that. But maybe
0: Gretchen's face is scary. Or, yeah, her face <laughs> itself is scarier than face-tuning her baby. That Yeah. Might
1: be. It's a quick I jump. Think that's it. Like her, her <laughs> face has really changed over the years. And she's so beautiful. And so it's a, such a shame that you see, like, that yeah. kind of, like, body dysmorphia happening yeah. so blatantly on screen. Yeah, and, and, like, a pound of that makeup needs to come off. Like I could smell it from New York, like,
0: her foundation. Yeah. Or get a drag queen in there to do some
1: contouring. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> get back. them back. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them back. So supposedly she's selling these CBDs, oils, and she's claiming to have 560 milligrams of CBD and curcumin, which is some herbal supplement. According to lab tests, there is one milligram, so only 559 milligrams off <laughs> Gretchen. <laughs> I mean, obviously, she's not doing research and just slapping her name on this product, but I feel
0: like that's her rad. response and Slade's response were, like, very characteristic of who they are, honestly. And I I kind of think they both knew, honestly. I don't think Gretchen has a problem with, like, shilling anything that's a lie at this point. Um, I mean, just the fact that she's with Slade, I think, is a sign of, like— <laughs> the total lack of a moral compass, yeah. but she was she's smarter because she knows to apologize and play dumb, whereas Slade is like, no, I'm going to double down and act like I'm an expert and I'm going to tell you that this is... It's like, Slade, just for the record, like gaslighting doesn't work when people have brought in scientists to yes. test how much... <laughs> like, I know it works on women when they have... They're not scientists and they yeah. can't test the product themselves, <laughs> but... But yeah, but no, a woman no. who is
1: a scientist who's tested it. On the <laughs> other hand, it was probably some scientist who's a Bravo fan, and she was like, "Hmm, what are they selling?" Yeah, know like, yeah, she tried it, it and she was like, "I feel like this is a placebo." Yeah, <laughs> I've never even really taken any CBD stuff. I don't really. I haven't either. Know what the jam is, but it definitely is becoming a thing. Yeah, Tamara yeah. and Eddie have their CBD company. I mean, I hear it's has like won. a, is it a million or a
0: billion dollar industry right now? Probably billion. Probably billion. I mean, what am I saying? It's a million dollar industry. I have no concept of money.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, I have a One PhD. Million. I got a PhD in comparative literature. I don't understand money.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't be good at both. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Let's redistribute the wealth, guys. Well, <laughs> Other people who aren't good with money, Kelly Dodd is in some deep shit with the IRS. I love an IRS tax scandal. There's always one. So she owes $15,000 and then nine grand for 2015 and 2016 taxes she didn't pay either. So she'll be able to, I feel like, write that check to the IRS in like one swoop rather than like, you know, half these other women on these shows, where it's like seven hundred thousand dollars owed. Like, uh, like yeah, never getting that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly, I'm, su- I, I am, and I'm not surprised that they're coming after them for this because I feel like 2015 and 2016 wasn't that long ago. <laughs>
1: Also, it's like nine thousand dollars. But like,
0: you know, at this point, the IRS is like pretty much auditing anyone who comes on a reality television show. Which is like another reason, by the way, if you're bad at doing your taxes, do not go on a reality television show because they will audit you. Yeah,
1: like get an accountant. I don't understand why there's always like all and these money a reputable issues. one, by the way. Yeah, because like,
0: didn't I'm uh, married to medicine? Didn't um. Toya who who and Toya, Toya and her husband, they had... Yeah. I don't even know her husband's name. Well, like, her and her husband. <laughs> yeah, that man. Well, yeah, they owned, uh, like... They, they had an accountant, I thought, but also,
1: like, who didn't know what he was doing. Well, I think, like, people forget, like, especially when you come on these shows, like... Mm-hmm. If you're being paid as an individual, like you can't be like Toya, yeah. like could easily have been paid $200,000 a season, marriage mm-hmm. medicine. That goes like in personal bank account. But then like the government tiptoes back into your life and says, give me 30% of that yeah. after the fact. And I think so many people then take these side gigs. I oh, know I'm, I got this opportunity yeah. to go to this club and I did this. I did this brand thing mm-hmm. and they're not managing where the money is going properly. And yeah. so they are making money, of course. But mm-hmm. then yeah, three years later, it's like you owe $500,000 because you didn't pay any tax, any business taxes on your business income. Like you are the business. It's not just like personal money. Yeah, But
0: (laughs) yeah, all of the above for sure.
1: But also these, and
0: they're contract workers, right? So they are to like technically self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, It's the whole thing is just like very confusing. (laughs) I can see how like, I mean, I wouldn't credit reality stars with necessarily knowing how to manage money anyway, so no. I could totally see. I think, honestly, it's it's Bravo's fault. Bravo should pay the back taxes because they need to, like, from the minute they hire these people, they just need to, like, provide them with an accountant in the immediate area,
1: the whole, like, cast, and just get their taxes straightened out. But they're not going to do that because they're like, hmm, great reality television. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, they need to sign everybody up for, like, a personal finance 101 class at, like, a local community college. Like, take, yeah. <laughs> you know, eight-night courses, learn yeah. a little bit about what money is. Get a and reputable then, accountant in yeah. there to help out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the last little bit of news is just another thing from OC. And it's uh tales from the crypt <laughs> this is like my <laughs> new favorite phrase oh um God. so they opened this on old episodes of the real Housewives of orange county from back in 2013 and i guess it was tamara Kelly was the perfect Eddie. one to do this too <sighs> <Of course. laughs> so Kelly brings this up because someone tweeted at her. Mm -hmm. So there was a moment where it was like this little scene and Tamara says, Eddie feels very at home at a Mexican restaurant. And it definitely brings out his inner beaner, which is a slur towards Mexican people. (laughs) And (laughs) of course it is. (laughs) Oh my God. And so Tamara tweets. So I hear Bravo is now bleeping out my comment, quote unquote, inner beaner. I beg the producers not to air it. It It is still running, dot, 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 everyone says. And then someone says, everyone is so sensitive these days. It doesn't bother the person saying it. If it doesn't bother the person saying it, bug off and live your own life. You're like, um, Jen, That's, who are you? That doesn't work,
0: Jen. <laughs> Whitest name ever.
1: Right? <laughs> and then Tamara responds, I know, it's crazy. I bet if Eddie called me a cracker, not one person would call him racist. Oh, oh my, my God. God. No, they'd call him classist. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> there are many different categories. and like, you cannot. Oh, my God. It's not right to... Say any of that and the fact that like I, I think it like goes back to who was it, um oh, Stephanie Holman on Dallas actually like had the exact like exactly correct way of explaining this, which was you can't punch down, yeah, so basically, like if someone has a different status from yours, marginalized in any way, like in terms of class, race, gender, or whatever, like you can't.
1: You can't say these things. Wrong, Tamara. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. And I like how the person, Jen, this other girl says, if it doesn't bother the person saying it, bug off. Like, obviously, it doesn't bother the person saying it. If Tamara, yeah, was like if you're bothered by this, you wouldn't this. be bothered. Yeah, yeah. She's white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it doesn't bother her. Oh my God. It's not a slur against
0: oh her. My God. I love, and it's it's so like, I have like black friends though. Mm. So it's like, Uh, No, that doesn't excuse it. Eddie is one, like, Mexican-American man. He doesn't speak for, like, La Raza. (laughs) (laughs) So just cool it over there. And also, I think, like, uh, it's like, again, a public service announcement. If you hear, like, your spouse, who is from that ethnicity, saying one of those things, like, that's maybe their right. It's not your right. Yeah. If you don't belong to that group. (laughs)
1: It's very simple. It's not complicated. God. (laughs) I mean, I don't think Tamara really understands anything and cannot.
2: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.